Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IBM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geeks Tejas Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome everyone. Uh, this is the new episode of the TFG New Football Podcast and joining me in the studio is Kevin and Suranjit is joining us via Skype. Now, before we start talking about anything, let's wish Katsumi Yusa a happy birthday. It's his birthday today. Uh, well, I'm pretty oh. sure. Yeah. See, Mohan Bagan fan, you the, call yourself. The Katsumi of Northeast, I would like to wish him, <laughs> not a Mohan Bagan. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we, are well uh, we don't know. We don't know whether he's Yet. going to North East United. And yeah. he played last season, so for last year. <laughs> yes, he played the last season. He played last season in Mohun Bagan as well. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, and uh, also, uh, you know, uh, a very happy East Bengal Foundation Day, which was yesterday. Oh yes. Uh, to my dear friends, hmm. you know, screw you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now moving on. Uh, well, after we are done wishing all everyone, Yusa and the East Bengal fans, uh, let's now dwell into something very important. I mean, something big that's coming up here big. on our uh, podcast, TFG Indian Football Podcast. Siranjit, a man spoke to Shillong Lajong's coach. Yes. Shillong Lajong hmm. appointed a coach. Yes, Kevin. How come you don't know and Siranjit knows about this? What are you doing? You forgot <laughs> Thangma Singh to about when you're talking about Kerala Blasters. Now I'm you're looking at Kerala things. Blasters closely. There, so. <laughs> so you're following Singh to, not no, Shillong. No, no, no. Ah, no, 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 no. Siranjit, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's going to have to prove his faith pretty yeah, soon <laughs> Exactly, we shall see that But coming back to this coach uh, He goes by the name Alison Karsain too If I'm I'm sorry if I'm not taking that name right Vajrajit, you were in conversation with him And please tell us more about it Yeah, so Alison Karsain too uh, Is uh, one of those uh, you know Early 21st century professionals uh, That came out of uh, Shillong uh, He's super young Okay, mm. uh, he was uh, playing uh, pretty early on. He was, uh, you know, one of uh, the well-known players uh, coming out of Shillong uh, during his high school days. And, and he was, uh, I know this for a fact, he played in the same, uh, he was actually uh, one year junior to Eugene uh, Lingdo and they played in the same high school team for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he started playing professionally as well, was hailed as one of the, you know, big upcoming talents, mm. but had an injury uh, at the age of like uh, 17-18 which affected his performance a lot so at the age of 19 he decided to like okay give up on a playing career and uh, started doing coaching diploma and he joined Shillong Lajong as a coach at the age of 19. Wow okay so Hmm. and and so so he's been he's been around for a decade and with Tangboy Singh to he has had a partnership that goes back years okay mm. he's he's rose, risen from he's like he's been through the entire transformation of, of the club when they uh, you know just uh, emerged in the national scene so to speak and mm. he was uh, working with Tangboy Singh to throughout these years uh, he was taking care of the under 18 team uh, he was an assistant coach at the first team uh, after Tangboy Singh to, took over so he is as as much as a part of the you know the the lifeblood that uh, has uh, flown from the academy side, uh, the uh, the underage sides, into the first team over the last few years. Something that Shilong Lajong has come to be uh, come to be known for and respected for. He's also very much part of that system, 
and now that Thangbar Singh has gone to Kerala Blasters, he has been promoted to as a head coach hmm. uh, for the for the at least for the upcoming uh, Sri Lanka Premier League uh, season. Yeah. So we'll see what happens uh, before I League. But this is a huge honor for him and a very significant development uh, in uh, Indian football because at the age of thirty, he's uh, he's coaching a top division club. Hmm. So uh, we, we, I, I had the fortune to talk to him uh, last night, and let's head into the conversation. Yeah. So you have been. I mean, you you are a player for Shillong Lajong as well, uh, and uh, yeah. you know, and uh, an early end to your career uh, uh, through an injury and everything. So yeah. how how was how was the process of dealing with that? Like uh, when you got the news. And uh, you know what was the thought in your mind? I know it might be difficult to talk about. Okay, injury. Yeah, after right after like when you heard that you know you would have to move yeah, on after, from playing. Uh, after injury, like uh, like I can't play. Yeah. Okay, but uh, the performance, my performance has gone down a bit. Okay. Injury. Okay. So I think this is like really bad for me. Okay. okay. So. So I haven't think much about coaching. Okay. okay. Yeah. So one day I just got in my mind like, okay, I want to continue the football. Because I love football. Yeah. So I, I can't play, but at least anything about like about yeah. football, now. Yeah. So then I, I thought of uh, like thinking with my parents that I go to Calcutta and finish uh, coaching there. My yeah. diploma in coaching in Calcutta. Right. So I went there and finished my diploma in coaching. And straight away from there, then I get a job in. Uh, okay, so that was uh, that. How old were you when you started in Shillong Lajong? I was um, 19 years. Okay, so that that was a pretty early start, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean you've been you've been with the club forever. And uh, how how would you how would you uh, you know characterize uh, your partnership with uh, Mr. Singto? I mean you guys have worked together for years. Uh, in the in the yeah. junior teams, uh, all the way up to uh, the you know first team. So so what what is your like just an overall impression of uh, him as a coach as well? Yeah, I've learned a lot from uh, Coach Tangboy. Yeah. Okay. He's a very good coach and his management 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 skill is excellent. And yeah. the first thing I like about Coach Tangboy is the human being. Yeah. I like him as a human being. So, yeah. it gives me a lot of, a lot of opportunity. Like, uh, I've learned a lot from him, like in the training. Mm-hmm. Well, not only on the training ground, but on and off the field, I learned a lot from him. Mm-hmm. He's a very humble, humble, humble coach. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, and that's the best thing about him. He's a good human being. Yeah. And his man management skill is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, and uh, I I have seen you like uh, last season. I was in Shillong. Uh, I I was just watching one of the under eighteen uh, Shillong Premier League games where you were coaching. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was I was just you know just just that ground next to the uh, you know main polo ground stadium. So you you really get into the uh, you know you seem like a very hands on coach. You you hardly ever sitting down uh, you know shouting and everything. So, what is what is the? Do you feel like a special uh, connection to the junior teams? Uh, you know, because you have been uh, you know looking after that team for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been with my players, and most players they know me. Oh. 
and i know the players very well i know their personality i know their character mm. so during the game like the connection between me, the players and sometimes with the players uh yeah. not working i'm not up to the mark so from selling i just try to push them yeah just try to motivate and push them so that they will get that feeling like you know they also will work hard in the game yeah so that uh, i always want to play like keep on thinking to keep on working on the ground yeah so from selling i always try to give them a motivation i just like encourage them Mm. So, so you have, I mean, uh, out of your youth setup, uh, we have seen uh, two players getting a chance uh, in the national team camp recently, uh, Chingden Sana and Isaac. Uh, so, what yeah. what is your impression of these two players after working with them for a few years? Yeah, both of them are they are very good players. Mm. And both of them, they have good tactical intelligence. Yeah. And both players are good in technique. Hmm. And but the most the most important thing is both of them are professional. Yeah. They take care of themselves. That's why they reach that level because they take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And because of passion. And because they work very hard. That's the only thing. Yeah. So um, it's been great for me to be. It's been great for me to be working with them. Yeah, and uh, after after like uh, you know having uh, that crew together for a long time, uh, this this has been a year of change, right? Uh, i mean uh, so many players left for isl draft and um, uh, coach thangboy has also gone to kerala blasters is does the club does the club set up feel a bit different now because uh, you know they have been around for such a long time oh yeah, uh, the team now like most of the players have gone to isl yeah okay so yeah. now we still have uh, we still have some okay, senior players maybe mm. like samara yeah pretty Yeah. We have Mona. We have. We still have Aaron Gary. Yeah. We still have a uh, second goalkeeper, Pakistan, Purva. Yeah. We still have uh, five, seven seniors. Yeah. And uh, our eighteen team now, our uh, group, our eighteen group, which we will promote. Hmm. They also good players. Okay. They also good players. So it'll be very challenging for those under eighteen players, but yeah. I think they'll be ready for any challenge. So, do you think? Do you think in the upcoming Shillong Premier League, uh, after winning like for two years, it, uh, Shillong Rajong yeah. were almost like uh, you know hardly any competition. I mean, it, it was a pretty dominant performance over the last two seasons. So, this is going to be tougher than last two years because you lost so many players. Yeah, it will be tougher because, like I said, like we promote Manchester under two boys. Mm-hmm. It will be the first for them like playing with a senior team. Yeah. So I think the players are ready. I'm as a coach. I'm ready. Yeah. We're ready for the challenge. We'll try to perform well, and then hopefully we'll try to uh, win the league. Okay. So do you do you feel uh, any extra pressure because uh, you know uh, Th- uh, Coach Thangboy was there for a long time and he gave consistent results and uh, he was such a big uh, personality. Yeah, you know, in terms of you know, and and you every every time you looked at the dugout, you knew that uh, you could feel his presence. And now you are stepping up at us at such a young age, and uh, you yes. will be uh, you know fulfilling his responsibilities. So, is there a pressure that you have big shoes to fill? I believe like uh, from us, there's no pressure. Okay. Okay. Because I've uh, been working with uh, Coach Sambal for a long time, so really like I I understand the system like. Hmm. It's not pressure from my side. Like I'm just uh, ready for any change. Like, 
I know it's going to be tough, but yeah, but uh, we try to work out on the the weakness and we try to get over it and do well. But for myself, there's no pressure at all. Hmm. So, uh, are you? Uh, so, so what's the thought process that's going on in the club? Uh, the you know, usually you see Shillong Lajong or most of the Shillong clubs, the, the you know main squads, the first teams that we see in Shillong Premier League, they're they're very young, and lots of local kids come into play. And uh, so, so is is it going to be similar in the I League? Is it still going to be uh, you know uh, that young crew that will go into the uh, top division? Our team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, will it be mostly? Are you, are you thinking about uh, using most of the Shillong Premier League squad in I League, or will there be like significant changes? Yeah, we, like in the I League, like we, some of the good boys from other teams will go more to the I League. Hmm. Like I said from before, like you still have certain new players. Okay. You know, okay, from last year. And maybe like in the I League, maybe with the uh, uh, up with some foreigners. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, just talking about foreigners, we just heard the ruling from AIFF today that uh, you know I League clubs will have six foreigners, and uh, Shillong yeah. Lajong is a is a club that has uh, you know you you brought in some really good foreign strikers as well over the few years, uh, but uh, you know Lajong has always been known for its young Indian squad that has uh, you know played such a vital role in its success. So. So, how do you see this uh, new decision that there will be uh, two more foreigners uh, in the squad from now on? Um, at the moment, we haven't like discussed about foreigners. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, at the moment, we haven't discussed about uh, foreigners. So, you you are uh, okay with this? Uh, about the six foreigners. Yeah, yeah, the increasing foreigners in the squad. Six foreigners. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, like, uh, yeah, I'm okay with this, but uh, maybe if, uh, if there is five, it should be, it should be okay. Maybe four will play, four will play in the, in the game, yeah. maybe okay, yeah. because there's more time for the Indian players to play. Mm. Okay. All right, so, uh, Coach, uh, you know, thank you so much for talking to us. I won't, uh, you know, keep you for long. Uh, so, best of luck. I think your first, your first game is in two days, right? Uh, no, it's on the 7th. On, on the 7th. Oh, yeah, on the Monday. It's it's the third match day, I think. Uh, so, yeah, best of luck for the game, uh, you know, and uh, hope, you know, wish you all the success in uh, SPL and I-League. Well, there you heard it. it. was a great conversation out there and you are listening it only on the TFG Indian Football Podcast. Yeah, just acting like those news channels would do that. Breaking, yes, breaking, you breaking. You heard it here, right here <laughs> on our show first. <laughs> well, so, Shillong Lajong is a team hmm. which does not just promote players from hmm. the junior level to the sub-juniors and, and disclaimer coming in. Kevin is talking about Shillong. <laughs> they also promoting coaches. Yeah. Oh my God! You know this, this is, is not the first time they've done this. Yes. So Singto yeah. also comes up to to the same yeah. way, and uh, yeah. you know this, this is actually like a hierarchy. This becomes like a family. Hmm. You know you know Passing where on the baton. you know where you can aim and you stay there, and that's your reward. Hmm. You know, so how, Kevin, how are we going to see you there? Yes. <laughs> By the way, if in the I League he's also kept as a head coach. 
Yeah, he's gonna be the youngest head coach to ever yeah, coach I was, in the I was, I was, ever. I was coming to that. Yeah, ever. Ever. yeah, thirty years old. That's crazy. That's insane. Because when I just, I still remember when Pep was appointed as the head coach, he was hailed as the youngest, you know, throughout because he was thirty-eight, and now this man comes around thirty. So I think, yeah, there you go, one more. So Kevin, are you looking at you know? Yeah, I'm just uh, two years past uh, <laughs> Alison. Uh, it's not too late for me to yeah. even uh, start dreaming. Yeah, exactly. There you go, <laughs> and. Hopefully dreams come true So keep dreaming Kevin Uh, Moving on Let's come back to some reality now After having some great dreams Uh, Ruvidas issue Right It's still going on It's been I don't know why It's been extended for no reason Uh, It's a bad light On the federation On the team On the player himself So Chiranjit What are the new updates Now FPAI has come out And said that They stand with the player AIFF has intervened What's going to happen The the mess just gets messier (laughs) <laughs> so the IFA, which is the West Bengal uh, uh, footballing body, mm. was initially looking into this. And uh, what they did, I mean, we uh, we covered this in, in one of the past episodes. They called for two meetings mm. and uh, uh, East Bengal turned up. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, this guy, I mean, Abhinash Ruidas did not turn up. He mm. just made, uh, you know, gave, gave different reasons on both occasions. So when at a, at a hearing you don't turn up, obviously the ruling is going to be for the other uh, other party right hmm. so that's what happened uh, you know they said because uh, you know uh, uh, East Bengal have the token and uh, you know uh, Ruidas did not turn up to actually make a uh, you know make a counterpoint uh, so let's let's say like because they have the token they get to sign him for this season and they have also uh, sent the uh, contract paper to a handwriting expert to determine whether the signature is actually forged mm. as uh, Ruidas alleges so a lot depends on that report uh, if the that report says the signature is fake, then East Bengal are in trouble. If it says that uh, it's real, then Ruidas is in trouble. So, uh, but at the same time, this is where things get a little bit uh, patchy. Right after uh, East Bengal approached uh, IFA about uh, this thing, uh, about Ruidas's contract, uh, Ruidas went and uh, made a complaint to AIFF that uh, East Bengal had forged his signature. Hmm. So now AIFF have formed a six-member committee to look into the matter, and now there is a uh, you know tussle between IFA and AIFF over who has uh, you know uh, the jurisdiction over this matter. Now technically, uh, East Bengal are a club out of Calcutta that's registered with IFA primarily. Hmm. Hmm. Through that they participate in AIFF competitions, and uh, even even the players have to register with their local association. So. Ruidas is also registered with IFA. So IFA is saying this is between a club and a player, which is under my jurisdiction. So I I should look in, uh, look over this. Okay. But uh, but you know he was uh, Ruidas was in the ISL draft, and Mumbai City has been uh, you know has, was the one to pick pick up. Yeah. So they have become one of the interested parties in this uh, process, but. If it's under IFA, Mumbai City don't even get involved. So I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, the, the IMG Reliance uh, and the ISL organizers would prefer if this was looked at by AIFF. And AIFF Disciplinary Committee is saying, hey, he sent a complaint to us. And uh, this is between, uh, you know, there's, there's an ISL team involved, there's an I-League club involved, and there's a player who's uh, who plays in the top division 
he's also involved in this so we should be looking at this so now let's see who ultimately like comes up with the final decision i think in the end uh, the aiff disciplinary uh, committee and the player status committee uh, you know uh, total six people from those two committees have formed this investigative committee slash team or whatever you want to call it whatever they decide will stand but for now it seems advantage east bengal because ifa has uh, primarily ruled in their favor and that was that was complete like a uh, like a walk over given by abhinash ridas by not turning up yeah well uh, i mean things are just getting messy you know uh, it's it's a high time that we get some final solution to this it will be better for everyone uh, the player the teams involved and the federation and everyone i mean we will finally have a conclusion to this uh, so moving on with staying with i league i mean things are just getting worse <laughs> everywhere <laughs> except i think today's show except that interview bit i don't think anything else looks a little better because uh, now i league has decided it's an official it's official now uh, decided to have six foreigners in their squad and five of them will play on the field where are we yes. heading to just when we want people to know your indian players better and just when we were promoting indian football Why are we getting more foreigners just because we want to match up to the other tournament that's happening at the same time? That's ridiculous, Kevin. Yeah, this is it's a shame, you know. Uh, these two, uh, just a handful of clubs who wanted uh, this have got it their way. Uh, most of the clubs that opposed that did not want uh, the number of foreigners to in the squad to not go up from four to any any other number, but now it's already already gone up to six, and. You know this. This is strange. You know why? Why are we here to talk about Indian football? We want everyone to know about their own homegrown players. We talk about young generation, the under seventeen. Why not stick to that? Why? Why not understand what AFC has said for all every all all the nations that are playing in you know the continent tournament? Let's keep it to four and get on with that. Why do you want to even add that glamour and? Yeah, uh, even I think if you're playing say five on the pitch again, when you when you if when you qualified for AFC, you have to come back to four, right? I mean, I don't know where it you're is. It to. is, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not just keep that in mind? It's it's going to be four anyway. The aim is not there again for me. You know, it's just adding to the glamour and being at the local level to get in that crowd watching you. It's it's people don't watch it for for the sake of foreigners. We want the Indian the Indian football to grow. and this is not not the way to go about it it's mm-hmm. a shame for me really so uh, you know one thing uh, kevin has pointed out uh, that the clubs who said uh, uh, you know we want more foreigners they thought they were uh, you know adding more glamour to the league but this is not actually glamour you know this is a perception of glamour because uh, the glamour comes from when you sign somebody who was ex barcelona or uh, ex real madrid ex manchester united somebody who's a recognizable name you know and maybe that person is old but still that that name has a certain amount of celebrity attached to it but the the kind of uh, you know foreign players we see in the i league you know they don't come in with previous uh, name recognition they come here they play well then they become popular with the uh, fans and that's how they become celebrities you know they don't come in with ready made glamour attached to their names so it's it's a wrong thing to uh, even imagine and this is this is this is a lack of foresight on the i league clubs part and basically three clubs asked for it east bengal mohanbagan and churchill brothers uh, so 
they they do not realize that adding just a few extra foreigners is not going to do shit because the actual glamour of isl and and i'm i'm calling this this they just trying to mimic the isl uh, rather blindly here so the, the glamour of isl comes comes in with uh, players who are celebrities and the incessant promotion of the tournament like in seven eight channels it's just you just see ads flashing all over the place i league is not going to get 10% of that hmm. so there is you're not going to get any glamour out of just increasing foreigners and you are de-emphasizing the role indian players have to play so this is this is horrible pr so i spoke to one of the uh, representatives of this club one of the clubs who actually wanted this and they said uh, it, it's it's about uh, you know just matching up to isl because Uh, in the ISL draft, IMG Reliance outpriced all I-League clubs and took most of the prominent uh, players in the country. Mm. So they're now in ISL. I-League has uh, I-League clubs have lost all of those players. So they want the extra foreigners uh, to uh, you know make up for some of that lost talent, uh, especially because uh, there may be a Super Cup happening at the end of the season, and uh, ISL teams will play I-League clubs. and they want to uh, be competitive in that hmm. but the problem that comes with that is that uh, there, there's a sheer lack of foresight i mean you could have kept four foreigners in i league clubs and said that just like in afc if you want to play in super cup you just get to play four foreigners hmm. that's it yeah yeah you did not you um, I mean, ISL and I-League clubs could just go with four foreigners each into the Super Cup. I don't think anybody would, uh, you know, in the end, uh, throw much of a wrench uh, in that idea. And then you could be competitive, and maybe you would have a, a bit of an extra uh, advantage because you would be playing with four foreigners all season, while uh, the ISL teams will have to readjust to having uh, four foreigners there because they have eight foreigners in the squad as of now. Hmm. So. and and uh, and just think about isol fc they are going to play in uh, asia yeah. there's already a huge amount of uh, cost that's coming in with uh, infrastructure upgradation yeah. uh, and uh, everything else they'll have to already you know pay a lot more for quality foreigners uh, just to be competitive in that uh, stage so you are just putting more burden on them and all these other clubs who are already struggling financially uh if if you're going to increase the number of foreigners uh in, in the league so yeah i mean one of the episodes we were discussing this uh, kevin pointed out that uh you know these clubs are simply trying to outprice the other clubs as well i mean what isl has done to i league clubs by taking away the indian talent these three i league clubs are trying to do the same to other clubs by increasing the number of foreigners thereby forcing everybody to increase the budget yeah so they they are they're trying to uh, they're trying to like show their money power in their own uh, you know limited way within the within the league so in the end it's not going to benefit anybody it's it's complete uh, selfishness from uh, these three clubs hmm. and actually i'm i'm this is un, uh, you know This is not fully verified, but from one of the people who was uh, at the meeting where this was uh, proposed, uh, you know, before this went to the executive committee, hmm. uh, it it was her, uh, apparently when East Bengal Mohan Bagan Churchill Brothers made the the proposal that you know just in- increase it to eight, you know, 
just uh, have the same number same thing you know isl has 8 will have 8 8 and 5 on the pitch hmm. make make it the same with everybody so uh, apparently some of the iff officials asked for a show of hands who is in favor and who is not in favor okay wow. and not not one hand went up saying we are not in favor of this okay okay and uh, we had representatives of minerva punjab chennai city uh, as well as shillong lajong uh, are, are have actually been neutral in this uh, we'll come back to that later but the same people who days later came out and said uh, this is bad and they are right i agree with that at that point they did not make a uh, put up a uh, fight against this which is why the proposal went to iff executive committee in the first place hmm. okay so i don't know what that is happening i don't know what kind of power these three big clubs have over the others and why they uh, got this through uh, without a fight but that was not very uh, smart either okay if you if you really wanted to keep the player uh, number of foreign players down to four put up a fight from the very beginning hmm. okay uh, let's let's see uh, how uh, you know these things go up i mean i'm pretty sure they put up a fight later on which is why uh, you know the executive committee did not say eight foreigners they said six okay. you know out of hmm. which four two have to be from afc countries yeah so yeah i mean is the indian players who suffer because of this in the end yeah. because uh, you know uh, the system is going to have more foreigners uh, in both leagues so yeah th- this is a transition period and you're just going to see uh, you know the uh, the clubs trying things out because this is this is the where the chaos comes from everything is trial and error okay we have a shorter season because of under 17 world cup let's try having a parallel league you know we can't get rid of franchise fees okay two three clubs from i league come into isl and call that a, a half merger or whatever it is restructuring so everything is based on trial and error and this is just another instance of that in this case it's not coming from aiff or amg reliance it's coming from three clubs who have time and again proven to be completely incapable of thinking long term okay yeah. churchill brothers east bengal mohan bagan none of them have foresight i think uh, in, the end, uh, in the end in the end it's the federation who has to take the call and it's the federation who has to understand where this to- needs to be taken the point about glorifying foreigners and having them play before indian players itself shows you that uh the federation really does not is thinking clear about you know how how they want to take the uh, the proposed merger and uh, things uh, you know at least in the short term that, that that for me that is a failure from the federation part not some uh, domination or uh, you know an extravagant uh, uh, demand from the clubs the federation knows yeah, the look, best you know it, it's no, 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 clubs yeah, come know, and I'm, go federation is I someone know, who who talks about uh, you know the exactly, growth of the country exactly. exactly federation is picking its battles because it knows you know when the merger happens who is going out of i league you know bengaluru fc have already gone into isl and when the merger happens they're going to only look at east bengal and mohan bagan to jump from i league to isl okay they're not going to think about uh, what isl fc is doing what uh, shillong lajong is doing or what chennai city is doing so they are just going uh, by appeasing the ones that matter you know clubs can come and go but these are the ones that they're going to uh, that are going to stay 
they have already yeah. made that made, made their mind up about that and also so ISL teams are yeah yeah and also about uh, just came to my mind about the super cup idea it's a total yeah. rubbish idea by the fact yeah, that is. by the fact that you have a, a league that allows eight foreigners and a league that allows five, five foreigners and you're allowing them to compete for something you know that itself is totally unfair it's a rubbish idea i don't know who comes up with that and i hope it you know we know who comes up with that obviously that's a stupid question to ask <laughs> but it's vague that these things fall through and they even be accepted by everyone it's strange yeah i mean it's like a shitty thing right now as in when we're looking forward to something nice and then something falls and says here have more shit it's like that <laughs> <laughs> more shit falls on you and like damn it uh, so yeah I hope some I mean I hope on field action or whatever now we know how it's going to be but let's hope the on field action does not uh, keeps us intact and keeps us uh, you know what do you say in love with the game and the way it's going on in our country uh, especially so hope you enjoyed the show we had a lot of stuff happening uh, hope you enjoyed the interaction also with the Shilong Lajong coach uh, have a great day folks if you're listening to us on YouTube then please like share subscribe hit the bell icon so you can update for a new episode leave your thoughts below in the comment section let us know about this ridiculous step because we think it's ridiculous if you have anything to say do write up there and uh, you can also listen to us on Audioboom SoundCloud iTunes and various other podcasting apps you can also follow us or talk to us directly on Twitter Chiranjit Oja Boza underscore Kevin Sujit Matthew 94 do follow the TFG Twitter handle TFG Football uh, have a great day folks enjoy come back to us tomorrow because we're a daily show bye bye was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now, of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments. All of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in. Good evening ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking sorry to say but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun as you can see there's death destruction and chaos taking place all around us but don't you worry food and drinks will be served shortly and i would recommend checking out IVM podcasts to get some of your favorite indian podcasts we'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over thank you